And last week my topic was the shepherd. And uh, today I'll be talking about the sheep. And to recap a little bit, um, understand where we're going. And um, the, 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 per- the importance of, this, of these messages is to, um, to have faith. You've got to be able to trust the source of your faith. You understand? The source of our faith is God. His word. His promises. But if you don't know him, you can't trust in somebody you don't know. So anyhow, so last week we talked about the shepherd. And there are specific things that I touched on last week. And for your um, understanding, there are specific... I'm just going to recap a little bit. So as I said, there are specific things that the shepherd must do to care for the sheep. And of course, think of it in context of um, the Lord... And his children. Because he said, I am the good shepherd. That He said that in, uh, in Matthew. I am the good shepherd. And be, believe it or not, everywhere you look in the Old Testament, you see the Lord is the shepherd. He's being the shepherd. And he's leading the children of Israel. Even into the promised land. And even throughout. And even into the new covenant. You see the Lord always is the shepherd. So, the, the, so there are specific things that a shepherd must do to care for the sheep. And a shepherd's primary responsibility is the safety and welfare of the flock. He's always close to the sheep. When the Lord says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, he's always close. He's right there. He's not only with us, he is in us. Right? The shepherd keeps company with the sheep. He feeds and comforts them. He protects the sheep under his care. A shepherd may use guard dogs or other animals to guard against predators. In addition to using guard animals, he may use uh, rifles to shoot the predators to protect the sheep from them. Sheep are susceptible to diseases and they must be monitored. They may also be bothered by insects, parasites, which carry diseases. And a shepherds, often, shepherds often care for Minor injuries, basic medical treatment, because they're not near veteran, veterinarians. Wherever a shepherd leads the sheep, is usually out to pasture where there's... So he'll administer medication, vaccines, apply insecticides, and so forth. So the shepherd provides a safe environment. He sets the path and boundaries. This is very important. Where the sheep can go freely in and out of pasture. Now in John 10, which we spoke about last week, in John 10 it says, Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, because the week before that we spoke about the narrow gate, if anyone enters by me, the door, because he says, I am the door of the sheep. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. And will go in and out and find pasture. So when I read that, I visualize Jesus as the door. He said, and the sheep can go in and out and find pasture. So that means that the sheep has a path where they can freely move back and forth at will. Very important. He said, I am the door. I am the door. He says, and anyone who enters through me will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. What I touched on last week, 
before the sheep even gets to a new way, a new place, a new pasture, the shepherd goes before he even takes the sheep, surveys the area, sets the boundaries, evaluates the predators, any harmful plants or anything of detriment to the sheep, he will remove from the areas that he would he is designated for them to pasture, to feed. Think about that. The shepherd goes before the sheep, before he even takes them. He goes and evaluates, surveys the, the area, the pasture. He, he qualifies the quality of the, 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 of the food, of the grass. Anything that's going to be of detriment to the sheep, he will move out. He will set up param- parameters where he knows he can safely care for the sheep against predators. Okay? Very important that we, we understand that. So he has already evaluated the logistics of protecting the sheep from predators and what it will take to secure them and provide for them. So when, <laughs> the beauty about it, when the shepherd now decides to take the sheep into the pasture, with the path he's already set for them, when the sheep get there, there is nothing lacking. Everything they need has already been provided. Did you just hear what I said? Now this is, I'm touching about what we spoke about last week. Before the sheep enters the area, wherever the shepherd has designated as where he is going to meet their supply and meet their need, he has all the sheep, before they get there, their needs have already been provided for. So when they walk in, everything is already there. And the analogy we gave last week, and well, he said to the people, I am taking you into a land where there are houses you have not built. Beautiful houses. Furnished. You didn't furnish them. Wells dug for water. You didn't dig. Vineyards planted. Olive groves planted. You didn't plant. Before he, and the way the Lord did it, he had the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Jebusites. They were there, how many hundreds of years before, preparing that area, the land of promise, which he showed to Abraham. He told Abraham, this land that you're walking on, this is land I have given you as an inheritance. Abraham walked on the land, but it was occupied by someone else. It wasn't prepared yet. The shepherd wasn't, didn't have the area that was promised, the land of promise, wasn't prepared yet. When he had incubated them in Egypt, and they were ready to be let out, the land was already ready. Everything was done. All they had to do was walk in and possess it. The same thing the shepherd does with the sheep. He prepares the area... And before they even walk in, the needs have already been provided for. Now let me talk about the message for today. In John 10, Jesus said, John 10, 14, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I and am known by my own. He says, I know my sheep. The shepherd, before when he goes into an area to prepare it for the sheep, 
He already knows what the sheep has need of. He already knows what to put in place. He said, I know my sheep. I know, not only do I know their needs, I know them intimately. He knows how many adults, he knows how many rams, he knows how many lambs. He knows. He already knows. He, he already has factored in based on his knowledge of his sheep what their needs are going to be. And not only does he say, I know them, they know me. And why is that important? Well, let's talk about the sheep. So we talked about the shepherd's responsibility. Now we're going to talk about what the sheep's responsibilities are. The sheep are responsible for what? Listening, hearing, and following. The sheep is responsible for what? Listening, hearing, and following or obeying. Very important. And let's go to, we go to Psalm 23. This is a psalm we all know. We can quote it. But I want to show you from here the, the perspective of the sheep. And I want you to think about what I said about the shepherd going before and preparing the area. Not only is the area, it's the path it takes from point A to get to the pasture. Very important that we think about that. Why is that important? Because they, have, they are dependent on the shepherd. They are dependent on the shepherd. Okay, so, is everyone there? Psalm 23. Yes. Okay, so we, I know we all know it by heart. But I want us to look at it. He says, this is David speaking. But he understands that the Lord is his shepherd. So he's speaking from the perspective of the sheep. So think about this. What the shepherd's responsibilities are. I just said, recap, give a short recap. Now from the sheep. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. He knows me. And I know him. I am safe. And I am putting in my thoughts as I go. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He knows me. This is what the, uh, my shepherd, what is saying. He knows me. He knows who I am. And I know him. He said, I am safe, well provided for. That's why he said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Because when the shepherd has already gone before and prepared, he can say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The, the sheep know that his needs have already been met. He said, this is why, by relationship and experience. For example, when my daughter was two years old or whatever, I said, jump, come. She, without hesitation, she would do it. Why? She trusts me. And that came from relationship and experience. I have done nothing to betray her trust. And from her experience, she knows that I am trustworthy. So if whatever I say, she will do. Why? Because she trusts me. So they say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He made that statement, what? Based on experience and relationship. There is no lack 
I shall not want. All I need is provided for. I don't have to struggle to get what I need. It's already been made available. So you think about the shepherd, what his responsibilities are. The sheep is walking into the pasture, the sheepfold, and say what? I, what? They're not even thinking if there's going to be food. They're not thinking if there's going to be water. They're not thinking. They already know there is stuff in there that I need. There is good stuff. They know it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. I don't know, I don't know if you all understand when it says, He makes me to lie down. When I hear He makes me to lie down, it's telling me I don't have an option. For example, I'm going to pick on my daughter again. When is nap time? I make her to lie down. Still, huh? <laughs> right? When back in the day. I make her to lie down. She didn't have an option. I made her to lie down to take a nap. She did not have an option. She would fret, 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 frost. I'm not sleepy. I'm not tired. I make her to lie down to take a nap. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He makes me. I don't have an option. Because wherever I go in terms of the pasture, it's green pastures. I don't have any option. There is no barren or wasteland for me to go lie down in. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. What is that? It's not only provision. It's easy to drink. It's calming. I don't have to worry about the, the ripples or, or I don't have to worry about, or, 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 about the, the, the waves or tides. I don't have to worry about rough water. I just walk in calmly and drink. And guess what? Whenever I feel like drinking, whether I want to drink or not, I just go and take a drink. He makes me to lie down in green patches. He leads me besides the still waters. He restores my soul. He gives me rest and peace. Calming with no fear or worry. Now you think about the sheep. I just, the sheep is walking into a pasture. Nothing is missing. Nothing is lacking. They have everything they want. It's like you're walking into a buffet. What is your worry when you walk into a buffet? What do, you, what do you worry about when you go into a buffet? Nothing. It's already there, available to you. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Why? The way I ought to walk and live because the fruit of it is a reflection on Him. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for whose name? His name. Not our name. His name's sake. Why? Because the fruit of our lives is a reflection on the shepherd. Why do parents guide children? Why do we guide our children? For those who have had children. Why do we guide our children? We guide our children for their benefit. And the fruit of their lives reflect on the family name. Alright? So think about somebody... If Charles Manson had kids, I don't know if he had kids, maybe he does. Or think of Adolf Hitler had kids. What is 
how does the, the children, how does that name reflect on the children? He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So think about if your children are doing things contrary to, you, to, to the things of God. Getting themselves in, tr- in trouble, as we, we might say. Right? How does it reflect on the family name? I wouldn't want my kids doing anything. Exactly. Exactly. Because what they say, that's what's his name's daughter, or what's his name's son. Or oh, that family is all screwed up. That family, it's, it's your family name that's affected. So he said, He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Because what it is, and why people talk about Christians the way they do. We claim that God is our Father. But we do crazy things and what they say. What they say about us. What kind of God it is they're serving. So what we do is a reflect or reflects on our Father's name. On, an, on our, our, our name. Okay? So, what, so He leads us in the path of righteousness. Why? They say the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. It's ordered by the Lord not only for our benefit but for His benefit. Because our life is supposed to reflect the glory of God and the wisdom of God. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Oh man, this is great. Even when I am surrounded by predators and enemies. Even when I am in pasture. Surrounded by predators and enemies. I have no need to fear. That's what David is saying. That's what the sheep is saying. When I am in the pasture, because the pastor is protected by the shepherd and his sheep dogs, I don't have to worry about the predators or the enemies outside the boundaries. Why? For he is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. Why? Because he has already set the boundaries. He has already set the dogs and he has already had the, the rifle. He has already fortified the area for me to go and enjoy myself. And feed at leisure. I can freely enjoy the banquet of the pasture. And be cared for while the enemies are outside the parameters looking in. Chomping at the bit. Wanting to get at the sheep. But there's nothing they can do. Why? Because the shepherd is already there. Setting the parameters and the boundaries. So when he says here. They, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Truly, we have no, nothing to fear. Why? Because the shepherd has already set up the boundaries. He is Jehovah Nisi. He is the one who fights our battles. He is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord God, our provider. I'm seeing all of these names of God, his characteristics with the sheep and the shepherd. I'm seeing it. Okay, and I hope you see too. He said, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. This is not any old shepherd. This is somebody I know intimately as a sheep. And by reputation and experience, I know the shepherd is going to take care of me. I don't have to worry about the enemy that's outside the, the borders, the parameters. Okay. And the beauty about this, it says here, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. 
So the chef, I'm, I'm sitting at the buffet, eating, or if I choose, I can lay down in green pastures. The enemy's outside watching, and they can't do anything about it. You have prepared a banquet before me in the presence of my enemies. Mm -hmm. They are watching, but they can't do anything to get in and get at me. So I'm going to sit there, relax, work on my tan, and so forth, while they are looking in at me, because there is nothing they can do. Absolutely nothing. Why are we stressing about what people say about us outside? There is nothing to fear. Why? Because the shepherd, our shepherd is with us. He says, I am your protector. I am your refuge. I am your strength. A thousand may fall at my, my, my side. Ten thousand at my right side. But no plague shall come nigh my dwelling. That is Jehovah Nisi. That is Jehovah Jireh. That is Jehovah Ra. The Lord, my shepherd. We have nothing to fear. So you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Think of people who don't like you. People who have issues with you. Later for them. Don't worry. You have to laugh. That's why the Lord has been showing me. I've always been sitting in the Bible study. I say, show me. You got to laugh. You have to laugh at your enemies. You have to laugh at people who plot and scheme against you. Why? Because there is, they, I'm going to prepare a buffet in front of them. And they're going to watch. And there's nothing they can do about it. There is absolutely nothing they can do about it. Nothing. Because our shepherd, that's his, that's his responsibility. Our responsibility is to trust him. But we can't trust a shepherd that we don't have a relationship with. Right? And not only that. I am, you say what? My cup runneth over. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Not only am I going to... The shepherd is going to pamper me, take care of me, and the enemy is going to watch, him, watch me. I am even going to keep overflowing with abundance while they watch me. While they're sitting there chomping and trying to figure out how to get at me, I am going to be overflowing with abundance. Oh my God, you hear what I just said? We gotta, listen, we've got to believe this. We have to believe this. this is our, do you understand this is our inherent, part of our inheritance? Walking in abundance. But what is the abundance for? Don't get it twisted. It's not, about, it's not for you to hoard. Because we were singing here about what? He is above all. Above all above, he was before all, all riches and treasures. But those wisdom and treasures is to be a blessing to your brethren. To be a blessing to the world. That is how we what? He gets a good name. Because we are able to use what he has given us. The gifts, not all of us will have the, the gift of, of, of wealth. Don't, get it, don't get, get it crazy. The gospel is the good news. That God will give us what we need when we need it. It doesn't mean that you'll have a big bank account. But it does mean that whatever you need, when you need it, you need it, He will supply it. But He gives some the power to get wealth. He gives some the power of, of hospitality. He gives some the, 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 the gift of mercy. He we all have a different gift. But what gift you're given, whether it's wealth or whether it's mercy or hospitality, that gift must be brought to use in the body to be a blessing to the whole. The whole flock has to be blessed based on your gift. Not everyone in the flock has the same gift. 
Alright? But our gifts brought together is to benefit the whole. Do you understand that? Okay. So you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. You anoint my head with oil. And that anointing is to protect against not only <coughs> the ones who can get through the barrier, because you have the, the, the main predators, but you also have those little nagging gnats and, and insects that carry diseases. The anointing the head with oil has to do with covering the areas, or not covering, but uh, well, coating the areas like the nostrils, the eyes, where the insects can come and lay their eggs. It's to protect the sheep. Okay? Because these are openings, the mouth, the eyes, the nose, the, the, and the ears, they are vulnerable. So it says here, um, my cup runs over. So sh surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's something we, we, we just, you know, when you get to the end of a psalm, you just kind of, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But if you really pay attention to what he's saying, Surely, surely means what? Guaranteed. Surely doesn't mean maybe. Surely means guaranteed. Goodness and mercy. Goodness is what? Getting what I don't deserve. Mercy is not getting what I do deserve. Shall follow me all the days of my life. If I walk in the path of righteousness, goodness and mercy is guaranteed to pursue me and follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord ever. I will dwell with him all the days of my life. I will be in his presence all the days of my life. Because he said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me. I don't have an option. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the still water. He, you notice who is doing it. The shepherd is. He is doing it. Why? Because he had already gone before and prepared. So surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Okay. So let me wind it down. No wonder. Watch this. Let's go to Matthew 6. I've read this before, but I want you to see it in context of what Jesus was saying and the shepherd. Matthew 6. Some of these scriptures I've quoted, even though we haven't been meeting for a long time. But the Lord has just been showing me how, what, it, what it is as a shepherd. And all the names of God, it's just right there with Jehovah Ra. Everything. As in, the way he takes care of his sheep. Matthew 6.25. You guys know this. But I just want to read it. And, and you can see. When, when you read it, you'll see from the context from what I was, uh, I was speaking. Matthew chapter 6 verse 25. Therefore I say to you. Do not worry about your life. Are they, okay. What you will eat. What you will drink about your body, what you will put on. Is not your life, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? 
So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothed the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, because of that, do not worry saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear. For after these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows the, that you have need of all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Now, what, what did he say there? What are you worrying about the things of this world? The things for your life. Why are you worrying about it? He says... Your father already knows what you have need of. The good shepherd already knows what we have need of. So he's saying here, don't worry about these things. Remember, the Lord, the shepherd, already goes before the sheep and makes provision for the sheep. So why do we have to worry about, does the sheep have to worry about what they're going to eat? No. Does the sheep have to worry about where, what, where, what they're going to drink? No. Does the sheep have to worry about where they're going to sleep? No. Why? The shepherd has already gone before and prepared the way. Don't worry about that. Seek the kingdom. And all this stuff shall be added unto you. He's being very faithful because he's what? The good shepherd. He says, if you trust me, you will never be ashamed. He said, if you trust me, I will deliver. He said, the word of God says, he's Jehovah Jireh. Those are not just words. That's who he is. If you believe that, understand that your steps are ordered by him. You don't have to fear. When Jesus announced in the temple, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Listen, this is all tied together. There, there is no separation. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. It's to let people know that they don't have to be slaves to sin. To let them know that there is a shepherd that loves them, that, could care, that cares for them. That they have nothing to worry about. When he said to preach liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, is that your, 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 your spiritual eyes will be opened. Liberty to the captives. What do you, when he says that um, to the, about the sheep in Psalm 23, that you restore my soul. You walk in a life and live in a life of peace and calm and tranquility. Yes, even though the storms will come in our lives. But we, are, we will center ourselves on knowing that our shepherd has everything under control. When you speak that, you understand. You speak that with faith and with courage and with a certainty that Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I have nothing to fear. There is nothing. Let me tell you something. We say, if I ask everyone here, do you believe that God can do anything? Everyone will say, yes. But when you are faced in your trial, when you are walking through the valley of the shadow of death, do you actually believe that? That he can do anything. Because that's what the sheep believe that. 
They say, they, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. No matter what's going on, I am safe. Because they say, they that go in and out through that door, which is Christ, they are saved. And they go in and out and find pasture. At will. Not worrying about attacks from outside. So I hope you pick, you learn something today. Not only learn, I hope you, I hope you take it to heart and understand that we are not just mere men and women walking this earth. We are sons of God. 